so I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need. With the sun and rain and an apple seed, yes, he's been good to me. I owe the Lord so much for everything I see. I'm certain if it weren't for him, there'd be no apples on this limb. Hi, it's Bren. Welcome to 52 Self-Care Sundays. I'm a little late posting this one because we went into the wee hours. It's a long weekend um, and uh, I'm just publishing all this stuff now. Um, This week is a bit of an interesting one because I'm here um, on a long weekend with some friends and we have gone through half, almost half of a quiz that is meant to bring you closer um, together with your partner. So I heard that... um, through this, uh, it was a podcast, or I'm sorry, uh, yeah, I guess it was a podcast, radio episode called, uh, on a program called Tapestry on CBC in Canada. Um, the episode was called Love in the Lab, and they referenced um, a psychologist named Arthur Aaron who had come up with this quiz that was meant to um, be uh, a tool to bring couples closer together, and apparently one administered, like, two couples going out and asking each other these questions um as a group it brought you closer to your own partner so in the spirit of self-care involving having a great um network of people around you but also strengthening relationships around you to make sure that when you are struggling um you're not relying only on your yourself and your bath time routine to sustain you through difficult times um we're just going to chat about um the answers to these quiz questions that sort of are meant to expose different things about our partners that we might not have known and maybe bring us closer together in the goal of strengthening our relationships. So it's a bit boisterous. We've uh, had a really nice long weekend together and there's a lot of um, passionate responses um, shouting out and stuff like that. So uh, hopefully you can hear and hopefully you enjoy. Cheers. on the long weekend and I am at an Airbnb in Midland, Ontario, Ontario, for a very specific nuke fest. Yeah, for kind of a fun thing that I did with my my passion project friends. Um, Our uke band played in a festival that, I mean, I don't know, do you guys feel, how do you feel that it went? I thought it went really well. Great. Carly, thought that, that was awesome. Yeah, it was actually, it's good. It was like a growing experience. I'm not, I'm probably the, well, I don't know. You, you have experience doing the improv stuff and getting up and just kind of rolling with things. I'm like yeah, a and paranoid, I'm... over-prepared pairer person. And then when I don't, I'm like, okay, well, things are all going to go to shit. And I, <laughs> I, I think I base it less on performance and more on audience reactions. Entertainment. Okay. So audience reaction overall was really, really positive. So I, that's that's all that matters to me. Hey, you sign autographs and yeah, you were man. the closest to the We definitely Superstars. got the youth vote. I'll put it that way. Yeah, by far, <laughs> by far, for sure. Okay. So that's why we're here, but we also happen to be here on our first sort of trip, well not sort of, first trip away with our significant others. So we're here with, there's three couples, and hello. Hi. Three couples and three kids. Three couples and three kids. Not distributed equally. (laughs) We had an extra kid for one of the couples. (laughs) Yeah. That was nice of you. <laughs> okay, one of the one of the partners is gone. However, um, because it's really late and it's a long weekend, and um, 
I didn't do any of this stuff because we were busy uke-festing. We're recording this really late after several bottles of wine and a game of Balderdash that went really well because I won. Um, We're going to record record a quick round of um, uh, answers to questions about... um, what What is a quiz? So basically, this is based off of bringing you closer together as a couple. And I think part of self-care is looking around and, and strengthening your relationships and strengthening your um, sort of supports in your life. Because if you're going around just like taking care of yourself but like ignoring the safety net that kind of keeps you afloat during hard times, like just because you're feeling great, one day you could stumble and if your partner relationship is shitty and you haven't really worked on that, you're not going to have anyone to turn to and that person's going to be like, well, tough shit, deal with it. And you know what? It's worth investing in the relationships around you. So this whole self-care movement, focusing on the self part, may be a bit um, short-sighted. And I think we've talked about that in other episodes, but um, here's a great chance to sort of go around the room and see what people... Um, this Apparently this quiz, let's just bring it back to this. I listened to some episode on the CBC... Uh, about a quiz that apparently if you take it with other couples strengthens your own relationship within your couple. So let's see if that actually holds any weight. All right. Carly's emotionally Oh, my hand. Oh, Jesse is not coming back. So Carly is solo. So her relationship's really strong. She's she's going to participate for both members of her. He may or may not return. <laughs> We've all had some drinks, and I don't know the status of my husband. Carly, it's totally point. fine because you're stepping up for hey, Jesse. Hey, you know the difference between World War One and World War Two. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, I don't actually know how this is supposed to strengthen your individual coupleness because the quiz basically just says like everybody answer these questions and maybe it just brings out information about your partner that you didn't know before and when you learn it in a group it sounds better i don't get it we'll find out at the end great are we all going to be divorced by tomorrow (laughs) stay tuned have i just created a new survivor like what is it couples island (laughs) couples Um, airbnb cottaging yeah Okay, so um, maybe one person could volunteer to answer each question on the pod because otherwise we're going to be here until next week. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so let's go to the first question. There's 36 questions. So let's try and do one question per minute so that we're not on on record forever. That sounds fair. Okay, we're at five minutes right now. So let's go. Oh my God. Okay, great. So the first question in this quiz that's going to bring you closer in a relationship is... Um, given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? Barack Obama. <laughs> is there <laughs> any background to that? And is that true or are you just being like... Yeah, I think it'd be cool. I never would have guessed yeah. that. And you're my partner, so like I'm already in the hole here. I'm going to speak for Jesse and say, some dead actor. <laughs> some dead actor. <laughs> Jesse's like, yes. He's shouting from the bathroom, yes. Okay, we're all going to answer. Matt was worried about being selfish and having a pick for his own dinner party versus a dinner party. I was. That's really uh, nice. There's with, enough time that you might both be able to answer. 30 seconds. I would go with Neil deGrasse Tyson. And? Who's that? He is oh, he's, one of the foremost famous uh, uh, physicists. He's, he's amazing. Astrophysicists in the world. And he is one of the head runners for, or the head uh, director for the astronomy exhibit. Is he the black hole guy? Okay. Yes. 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 No, wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Is this a dinner party that I, Matt I and I would be <laughs> hosting together or okay. just me? <laughs> well, you're also in a couple and it's very obvious because he pretty much asked the same question. Can I pick my own party or is it a party that we're all having yeah. to attend? So, so if, it was a, party, if, if so it was a party that Matt and I were attending together, it would be Steve Carell. Yeah, that's fair. But if it was just for me, I would just be any one of my like personal like celebrity crushes or something. Yeah, I mean, well, if it was, yeah, if like, it was that, that was for us, I would <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. No, that, no, all I'm saying is like, 
I'm not Arthur. as excited about meeting <laughs> like, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, I'm despite not as his... excited about meeting some dead <laughs> actor. You know, Did you I, I think a dinner party is an entertainment for everyone. Exactly. So it was for both of us. One per couple, right? Okay. So maybe we are trying to think in terms of couple, couple lines, answers like so because we're doing this as a couple is that, that Neil deGrasse Tyson party okay, okay you know, I accept Barack Obama because I really like American politics for no reason whatsoever so that's a good choice super <laughs> I just um, think he's an entertaining we've guy we've spent two minutes on the first question and would entertain this everyone. podcast is going to Number two. Okay, no, <laughs> guys this, this is our holiday long weekend ah. special so enjoy <laughs> this one's going to be easy okay would you like to be famous in what way my answer is short, no. No? I would yes in all the ways. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, uh, ooh, that's big. I wouldn't want to be famous for... I want to be famous for... What do I want to be famous for? I want like, to be famous for writing. Okay. Oh. Well, that's like total left field here. Okay, DN, writing. DN. Yeah. I want to be D- famous D- for doing something yeah. good and positive. Okay, well that's way deeper than I was going. I was like, do I want to be famous for singing that I'm not good at? Or do I want to be famous for creating a company that people have to buy things from? See, and as a dual representative for the Jesse Carly tribe right now, I would say that both of us would love Movies. to be famous. But we would never want to be famous to the point where we could be seen in public and bothered. Yeah, we want to be like character style actors, fair. where we have a good amount of money coming in for our famous. So the the sea leaves. Famous the famous. <laughs> but you know, you could go to any restaurant and be like, "Hey, yo, what up?" And no, I want to be. I want to be like. Only recognized from time to time. Like, like not all the time. You could be bothered. It's all the time when you are. I want to be recognized in in that circle. Yeah, occasionally recognized. So if I wrote fiction... Yeah. Uh, of, a, of a certain type. In that circle, people would be like, dude, that's totally mad. Because, yeah. Yeah. Or our ukulele band kids would be like, I have yeah. no idea who that's you are. Because it would be something that I'm passionate about. Am I the only one to be like the boring vanilla everybody knows because I'm famous? Okay, next. I would never have guessed that. Next series, I think Number three? No last name. Okay, we're at a minute 40 for that answer. Okay, number three. Before making a phone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Why? I, I do, sometimes. What you're going to yeah. say? Yeah, I do. Before I you t- pick up the phone or before you take, like, you call? No, like, I, I gotta I gotta make a call, like a business call oh, yeah, or something. Sure, I'll just, like, right? kind of script it. that in my so, head, you know? Or bullet point it down on paper. Yeah, yeah me too. That's what I want to know. Sometimes, but not most of the time. Which is funny, because, like, I'm really good at improv when it comes to stage, but in real life, I get very nervous being myself, and I need to like think about what it is I'm, I need to say. If it's about an argument that I'm worried about losing, I will think about it. Yeah, yeah that's most of my phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I won't rehearse the phone call. But I like have to re-record my voicemail message a thousand times. <laughs> like it's me, I'm not here. But I'll record that a lot, and then also um, emails. I'll reread a, a bazillion times before I actually. Send an email. <gasps> we can finish this one in, on time. Ready? Number four. Okay. Right. Number four. What would you constitute a perfect day for you? Perfect day. Ugh. Okay. Mm. Why are you ughing? You don't have a perfect day? That's so hard. I mean, really? It is yeah. hard. Yeah. Perfect day for me is. Okay, good. Go. Waking up slowly with my family, getting out. Going for breakfast at a cafe, having a coffee, croissant kind of breakfast, and then taking a long walk with the dogs and the kid, and then... Is the wife there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with my family, with my family. He said family. dogs and kid. No, no, man. I'm gone. I'm gone. And this one. In so much, but <laughs> I wanted to make sure the dogs were included in like, the walk kind of thing. Okay. And then, um, yeah, and then maybe like... Ending up with a barbecue and some friends at home. You know, I, I would say the same thing because some of the best days that I've had in my life now wasn't like a, a something that was planned, a huge event. It was just a day that everyone was like feeling good and was happy and chill. Yeah. We didn't do much. Easy breezy days. Yeah, and yeah, at yeah. the end yeah. of the day I felt like really sad that it was done and I was like oh let's work tomorrow and those kind of days is a really good and day the same with Phil just like yeah. even like this one like I had a coffee in the morning 
and it was a good coffee. And the morning was <laughs> and nice. And I took my time to it. And the kids cold. were happy. Yeah, we were happy. And everybody else was good times. Like, it was like, yeah, it was a good balance. Yeah, yeah. you don't need a lot for a good day. Yeah, I gotta yeah. tell you guys, I mean, considering the life I've been living, today was quite a near-perfect yeah, I did. Oh. Oh. So, and I was, a ukulele jam. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that was a bit of a weird thing that I didn't think I'd want to do. Get up in the morning and go to some ukulele jam. But it was kind of nice. It a was different great. thing. Yeah. And, and then what we did after that was spend time outdoors. In the no, we napped. We, we, we rested. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, well, I mean, but we, 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 did, we did a walk first. We went to Little Lake Park. We, we went and saw a lake. We, we had Inga's kids and Matt's kids play around. It was fun. Me and Jesse just hung out and relaxed and took in some fresh air. Got we went in back the rain. to a place, had a nap. Then we went out to see nature and special birds and shit. It was really cool. <laughs> and then we come back to eat a delicious homemade dinner that we all yeah. made together and drank delicious wine and played amazing board games and did not for like several hours think about work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. Sure, that's a good one. So I think for me today was a perfect day. It was Aww. a really. Yeah. I love that. I love hearing yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's the kind of day that I was trying to describe, but this is. The bigger circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. That yeah. took almost three minutes. Okay. No, <laughs> no pressure. Okay. When did you last sing to yourself to someone else? Well, that's pretty easy. What? Today. So when did you right. last sing to yourself or yeah. sing to someone else? Every day. Today. Today. Every day. I sing to myself almost every day. Yeah, you, know, you do. Yeah. I have uh, Apple like, his Johnny Appleseed yeah, song. Yeah, Johnny Appleseed song kind of like yeah. kicks me off. It's one of my like... Mantra song. It sounds really strange. Can you please sing it? No. What do you think? The Lord was good to me. It's one of those like mantra songs that just kind of level sets me if like if things are tough. You have to do it. Like out of bed in the morning? I'll just hear Matt like in the kitchen making coffee and singing in the shower or making coffee. Just an excerpt. No. Just an excerpt. No, it's personal. Oh, it is personal. Self-care is personal. Okay, that's a mantra thing. It okay. came out of will the you, change that happened for me last year. Will you teach Jesse stuff. at some time? Because I think yeah. he can really benefit from it outside. And I hum it, I'll sing it out loud, or I'll whistle it. And the kids have even picked it up now, too. Which And they don't know what the reference is, but it's like, it's just an old time. Literally, so it's well, an old time song. Where did you pick it up? As a habit. Like, why did you choose that as something to kind of... I don't even know why it came back up. It's a song from camp. So okay. like from like over 20 years ago. See, I know yeah. from a Disney movie. 25, or a Disney... It was a Disney movie. Yeah. Or a Disney short of some short kind, way back when. It's based on uh, like an American hero, essentially like uh, Johnny Appleseed. And there's a song that goes with it. And it's really short, uh, but they use it in different... Uh, I think they use it in different churches. And it's really strange because it, pop- it bubbled up last year after I got laid off for no reason mm. and it kind of like like it came out and when I was like I don't know what I'm going to do for a job kind of like trying to figure that out yeah. for over three months and it just every morning it bubbled up so I just started like okay I'll let it come like and I just started to like, but you don't, hum it and sing it you and don't like, like consciously think about it you just no, start it just start, comes up yeah. like I'm like okay cool that's cool and more often than not when I do the day goes good cool alright so that's I don't know cool. why I just do all right. I, I don't stop it. it. I let it happen. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. What about you? When do you sing? You sing. I I, I to sing. Yeah, with really bad rhythm. Yeah, I sing. It's pretty bad. Everyone sings. That's a okay. Bit I sing to Row. I sing to you sometimes. Yeah. Sing to, yeah. Yeah. I make up my songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we have next? Number six. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you choose? Oh, God. Mind or body? The mind, I think. Wait, wait. Oh, the body's already shot, so. Yeah, 30, I was actually... I pick the body. I want to see what it feels like to get yeah. smarter and older. I, I feel like, like there's a bit of a correlation. I think body, too. Like, I agree with body. Because, I mean... I don't know. I'd love to look amazing and get wiser as I age. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? You can't get both. It's one or the other. That's right? what it's saying. You have to keep one and the other one progresses, right? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, keep your body and get smarter. that mind. Up to 90. And then all of a sudden you die. Not all of a sudden. It's pretty... But that's reasonable. still pretty damn good. If you yeah. can make 90. Yeah. 
But at a, as 90, do you want a mind of a 90-year-old yeah. or a mind of a 30-year-old? I want a mind of a 90-year-old. I don't know. Both well, my grandmothers passed 90 and they were learning. Oh, I see. They were Have the wise of the 90 years old and the body that moves. That's a no-brainer in my 36-year-old mind. What would my 90-year-old mind say? All right, seven. Okay. Um, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Oh my god. Murder for sure. <gasps> oh, oh god. Gross. That's awful. I don't, but I think I've got an age, oddly enough. Okay. No, a, I don't want to know that. That's popped up too, which is really weird last hunch? year. Like 86. You think that's a great age. You think I'm a very young age. Old age. Like, it's, I don't know why, but if I've asked myself, like, just... Okay. It's a it's freak accident over here. Eighty-six. Okay. Inga. So I, and I am so. Do you have a hunch or not? No, I'm so. I'm so fearful of thinking about that kind of thing. So like, I don't even entertain the idea. Okay. And you, so, yeah, Jesse? So scared. Oh, Jesse's back. Hi, Jesse. Uh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> He's hovering oh, at the door frame. Does he want to participate or does he not? Jesse, do you know how you're gonna die? Or when? Uh, no. Okay, we got a no back there from Jesse. <laughs> I'm gonna die old and yeah. Just normal old. old. Yeah, old and. Good night. Okay, okay yeah, wait. Good night, <laughs> I need to just I add like to be like easy. When I was like, really uh, young, like I went to a palm to sleep, reader. Like, okay, palm reader. We got a palm so reader. So I went to a house. palm reader, and this person, like, who believes in this stuff? I know, right? Mm. Yeah. Somebody were, told me I had they talked about lifelines, and right? And they talked about lifelines on your on your palm. <laughs> yeah. And that you have a big lifeline, and then I have on both my palms, I have a very a split. Early so on, so that they say that that means that you could die young or suddenly doesn't mean young, but it yeah. could be or suddenly or you just have a massive life change. So it kind of makes me think, like I don't know, probably die young or suddenly. Like mine does the same thing. <laughs> know, like, There's I like mean, a fork up here where it's like a. You something happens yeah, like, here, or it doesn't, and you keep like going on. Maybe, like who knows? But I mean, it, it probably implanted that little bit of like chaos in my mind when I heard that as a young age. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I'm saying. Okay, interesting. Uh, wait, wait. Oh yeah. Okay. Name three <laughs> things you questions. and your partner appear to Say have in common. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Name three things that you and your partner appear to have in common. Oh, Love to laugh. Say for comedy. Now, I was gonna say yeah, comedy. Like laughing, comedy. We're both writing. Big on. We're both very yeah. big fans of writing, and we well, we love music. music. Yeah, music's such an integral part of what we do. What we do. Like we, yeah. like we always have music in the house. Always have music. Music, in the comedy, like in terms of our movies yeah. and laughing, watching sketch. Yeah, like That's that kind nice. of stuff. I like that. And writing. And, and yeah, writing, especially in the last year, we've Makes started sense. to like off. support that part cool you guys laughing slash comedy is one i would say work ethic work ethic Definitely. and food food yeah <laughs> give me the food yeah. we love the same food we love experiencing food good right. hi jesse right. uh hey, i would sorry. say business ideas <laughs> like just coming up with ideas and plans and dreaming like, um, yeah, the need to oh, yeah. travel, like the need oh, yeah. to sort of be in new places like and things like that. Answer. And then, <laughs> do you want to throw in a third? I think the third is the, the family, the family the dog curry curry answer. Answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, family success. Like, and then, yeah. Oh yeah, I guess we should have said our family. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy. Like, like our kids. Yeah, things we have. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like we share DNA with our children. <laughs> that's a given. <laughs> that's a given that we have that shared. Okay, yeah. number nine. Um, f- uh, for what in your life do you feel the most grateful? My husband. Oh! oh. Jesse. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I just 
seriously, like, we've had such a fuck of a three years. Like, like we really have. I mean, yeah. you guys have all been there for it. And, and I'm also very thankful for my friends. But, like, considering, like, what we've been through could have destroyed our relationship and it didn't. Sure. So, I think about that all the time. That's mm. Oh, yeah. that's... Yeah. So there's a there's a silver lining. It just shows that here you guys I am are... getting missed yet. Oh, that's good. I like that. that's a good answer. Yeah. Thank You're that. going for that. Too. Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. Matt, what was the question again? Sorry. In your life, what do you feel most grateful for? <laughs> oh, def- no, definitely anger. But I'm not, I'm not gonna say like. Hurley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like cats are such a rad dude. I wish you had. I hated cats before, but now I love <laughs> I couldn't have made it through this last few years without my cats. <laughs> oh, definitely. And, uh, it's, so much has changed in terms of who I am because of you. Like, it's for the better. <laughs> yeah, like there's so much as the the universe has opened up so much bigger than I thought it would. And yeah, because of you. And don't feel yeah. pressure to just see. No, 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 no. I would say it's a yeah. family of four. Mm-hmm. For a little while, I didn't know that that was going to be possible, and then that became a surprise. And then <laughs> I'm really proud of the family of four we have. Our little crew. Yeah. I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Even like really funny. No, but that's that's. It kind of just I don't know, all you know, all these things. And I think yeah, for me it's like, so like having, having having you like brought a lot of stability that allowed me to do a lot more. And like Matt said, like open like the world to me. In a, in a new way, right? Everyone's having sex tonight. That's what's happening. <laughs> oh my god, I'm you. Oh my god, I love you. I love you. This relationship quiz is amazing. <laughs> Self care at its finest. Well, we'll send you the link. I don't want your Okay, kids. number 10. Okay, number 10. What is Lee's head If doing? you could change what anything, what is Lee's head turning into caramel? Guys, sorry. I don't know how the the audio is going to turn out on this really cool phone recording of my podcast. Hey! <laughs> if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I'd be raised by other people. <laughs> Sending this straight to your parents. Oh! Wow. Okay, zing. Zing. I feel I had a lot of catching up to do to get where I am now. So <laughs> similar to Matt's response. So how would you? Yeah, change? maybe not necessarily different people, like because you know, like they might be listening, but <laughs> <laughs> but maybe like more structured people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. like you That's know, a good one. That's fair. Not 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 people in the you know middle of a divorce and the middle of the 80s when everything seemed to be like 80s, just showing, 80s was an interesting you know, time it was a uh, yes. changing world right? yes uh yeah yeah next uh i think that not i mean in the same vein i i wouldn't necessarily say different people but i think different different circumstances for those people maybe a bit older like i think now my parents are looking at me and you with Ro being like, oh, this is so much more chill. You guys are older. Sure, we're like, 20 years older than you were. No, well, <laughs> I'm like, almost. Do you have, like, younger parents? My parents were 25 when they had me. My mom was, like, 18. Sorry, yeah. no, 19 when okay. she had me. Okay, so, oh, yeah, I think, I think wow. the age factor is huge. And I even totally 25, so. like, I'm looking back and going, like, what was I doing when I was 25? My, Nothing my, my responsible. My parents were in their 30s, no, so they had no excuse. Your parents had no excuse, let's be honest. Yeah, and I think I think that when my parents sort of see me and Phil interacting with Romer, they're like, whoa, this is, like, so much more relaxed. Or, like, you kind of have a different sense of, like, what is this? Like, what is the capability of this kid to kind of meet you where you're at? And totally. I feel like maybe my parents um, would have expected, like, I feel like I remember being expected to kind of have more adult responses to things when I was really little. Like, sure. why are you being so frustrated? I'm like, I don't know, I'm two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, I think 
Even though you do get frustrated when you're like, you're a baby, smarten up, stop being a baby. You're like, oh, wait, wait, you're a baby. I think there's a little (laughs) bit more maturity that comes with, like, having had your life experiences and then you're trying to tackle this thing, so. Yeah, I think for me, having the kid at 41, like, or 42, uh, how old was I? 41. 41, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's a lot better than having him at 27. Yeah. Totally. Nice. Yeah. I've got cousins that have had kids at, like, really young age, and I'm just like... They're like, yeah, so I'm going to be a dad. And you're kind of like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I couldn't handle that I, shit. I, I, would, that I wouldn't age. have been ready. No, like, I had so much growing up. So yeah, totally. But even at that time, like, at 27, I would have been like, yeah, I got it. And then it's like, no, maybe I probably didn't have it. And, like, I, I am grateful that it took as long as it did for so that to happen. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of, like, judging how my parents managed it, is especially, like, talking about the 80s, talking about, like, women in the workforce, all this kind of stuff. Like, I think the circumstances, I just, I would have wished that they would have had a bit more growing up that they could have done to feel more kind of confident to be able to impart. I'm going to add into mine too, like Phil said, structure. Because I wasn't the kid that was like, hockey every Saturday or any of that Mm -hmm. stuff. It was kind of like, what do you want to do? nothing but structure. <laughs> like, it's like, you play soccer? So, okay, oh, yeah. I played soccer for four weeks, and then what did you want to do? And then it was, like, different. Like, it was never consistent. This is what Phil said. So, it's like, his dad never, like, or people would just not tell him what he was doing, and he'd show up in an activity, and he'd be, like, the kid that didn't know what was going on, and he's like, I suck at this, but he I, just never I, got told the rules. I didn't know the rules. <laughs> and then, like, baseball, I, I kept throwing with the same hand I had the gloves. You know, so like you kept buying me like a right hand gloves or like <laughs> left hand gloves. Because I kept taking the gloves and throwing with the same hand. Aww. And then like soccer, I had zero idea what the, what the rules were. Like I, I got the ball, I started running. I was running in the wrong direction. Aww. Yeah. Okay. But it was the opposite experience. Which I, I had a lot of structure. You know, I mean, there was. I was, like as you guys were talking, I'm like, oh, I could say this. I'm like, could say this. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to judge my parents because I'm just in the beginning stages. You know, who knows what kind of things I'm going to do to mess up our kids? But <laughs> you know, uh, if if there's anything, this is not just my my mom or my parents, but just like immigrant parents in general, because I come from uh, parents who are immigrants and uh, an Asian mother, Asian moms in general have a thing about body image. That's oh, a huge, that's a huge thing. Okay, I'm on that train. Right? So well. like I was always I like an and you know like, like I'm half image. Asian, half European, but I never had the body of an Asian woman and I was constantly being compared with my Asian cousins who are fully Asian and like their skinny little bodies and I'm like, but that's not who I am. And it was like, you know, like my mom always told me I was beautiful, but every once in a while I was like, are you sure? Like you know, you should be wearing that because it makes you look this way. Like, there were those, always those little things. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe that's something I don't want to impart on our daughter. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I want her to be healthy and physically, you know, feeling good about herself. But I don't want her to, I want to body shame her. No, of course. Not that, not that my mom did that's that. That's so but a real. That. I think yeah. the women even, like, I can't speak from experience from having... I don't have an Asian mother, but at yeah. the same time, I think women in the 80s, up until just like five minutes ago, your body was supposed to be pretty specifically small and fit. Yeah. And then now we're kind of reaching at least an age where we were talking about before. It's like, okay, maybe you could just have a body. Yeah. That's like a vehicle to yeah. get you around and you sort of acknowledge where you're at. But like, you know, there's a, you feel the need to get fitter. But like, yeah, I definitely feel like once I hit a certain age, it was like, are you sure you don't want to go on a carbohydrate addict diet where you don't eat carbohydrates? So I was like, maybe I do. What are you saying? And then sort of spiral into this like self doubt of like, I don't know how to eat. I don't know what I'm doing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. really scary. And especially for like a girl, you're yeah. kind of like, Oh crap. Every time I look at myself, like this is not a good look. I think that yeah. happens for guys too, to a certain extent. Like I was the late guy going to the gym. I remember actually going to the gym in my early 20s, like, for the first time, and having friends be like, you're kind of late, man. Like, I don't know if it's even worth it. <laughs> you like, don't have any muscles under there. I'm not 80. <laughs> 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 I'm going to the gym at 80 years old being like, yeah, let's get shredded. Like, I went at 22, 23. That's when I started to go back. 
that's so that's when I started to go, and actually, like, I dropped like thirty-five pounds. Like I was running, lifting, all that stuff, uh, and felt really good about it. And it was kind of strange because I'm like, I didn't have anybody really motivate me during high school or any of that stuff to be like, oh, and all you don't, you should probably go and take care of yourself or any of the stuff you wanted to train for, like sports that you don't know or whatever. Yeah. Was really kind of like, oh, I guess I. I probably could have done better in these things. Yeah, well, wait a minute. So many opportunities. But there was nobody, to, like, no guy. Right? It was they, 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 they bought me ski, skis, <laughs> and they threw me on the hills, like, with, you know, like, free lessons here and there, you know, with the rental. But, like, never anything, like, I, <laughs> I got a couple concussions out of it, <laughs> which affected my grades, but, you know, I made it through. You made it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a weird response to this question because I have parents that are fairly, they have a lot of issues, right? But their issues are more about their own relationship yeah. than about how I was raised. So, growing up, I, I actually think they did a pretty good job masking all of that and put raising us first. Yeah. You know, I mean, we were making a comment earlier today about how, because my family is very musical, how if I could take one thing back, I would shake my parents and say, we should all be in a musical band together. Why didn't you make me work harder musically, you know, like to do that. But they always encouraged whatever I was doing at the time, whether that was sports or scholastics or music, they were like, you do you, that's cool, great, you know? So I, I don't actually have this weird traumatic thing from my childhood other than I wish they didn't smoke in the house and I wish they yeah, maybe a, yeah. pushed me a little harder with the things that I gave up on a little Early. easily, you know? Yeah, yeah. But they never dismissed anything I did easily or anything like that like so it's hard to say because right now like as I see them in their present would I change a lot of things for them now absolutely but growing up I never knew any different I actually felt pretty good considering the circumstances I guess if I could be so it's, it's, it's more like what would you change nowadays yeah like like, this like present if, versus if, if I could be growing up in the 80s on right? the actual superficial level I would say I wish my parents had more money or had taken care of themselves more first before having us to feel more financially secure because they were always so worried about we couldn't take a vacation, we couldn't, they couldn't send us to school, they had to make us go get jobs, which I don't have a problem with because it instilled responsibility well, in me. Work ethic, yeah, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like I think that they always felt this level of guilt and that maybe that has somewhat come down onto me about like having to always be extra extra responsible or here or there and and it wouldn't it have been nice to have a bit of a cushion so that I, maybe I could take a travel year or that I could have explored a little more of my dreams rather than just being practical. Yeah. You know, like, sure. like that installation of being practical first came from being responsible with money and because we didn't have a lot of it. So, yeah, could we have had more money? <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, super duper. I would like, change. But I also don't regret that. Yeah, but I also don't regret that because I, I so it's like a, it's like a double-edged sword, right? Yeah. It's like things that were shitty also made me a better person. So I, yeah. I'm not really sure what I would change in that way. But I, if I could change things now, I would tell my parents to listen to each other a hell of a lot more and listen to themselves a hell of a lot more and do what is best for them because I don't know if they're doing that right now. Yeah, that's cool. Anything? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Jesse is still coming off of like a lot of alcohol and food. <laughs> no, but I think it's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, you have to be in the mood to No, my parents are cool. He had great parents. Yeah. 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 No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. The only thing I would change for them is. The, that they didn't focus so much in on kids working Work. kids that they got to spend a little more time traveling and enjoying themselves around the world, which they never did. Yeah. But they put everything into work and kids. But they were like amazing at what they did in their jobs. Like they were like top. So like it, like it was, just, it made me inspired to go to those points. 
Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they always provided without spoiling. You know what I mean? They were good at that. Yeah, finding the balance. I like like, hearing that as a parent. Because then I don't feel guilty about doing stuff. No. Yeah. A lot of people, I don't know, it's funny. Like, on our side, too, just seeing with other parents. Like, I'm kind of amazed with... This is a personal take of the amount of parents that just inundate their kids with like, oh, you'll feel better if I buy you X. Yeah. A lot. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I didn't grow up like that no. either. Like, it's like, no, we no. weren't hard-cased kids by any stretch, but we didn't have Everything. huge homes or like, we definitely <laughs> fucked around and had a good time with like, boxes tobogganing and stuff like that like it was right, totally yeah. okay like I nice box I yeah. <laughs> so fast two bo- like 200 plastic bottles of mm. potion that dad threw out mm. and it killed the entire lawn like like stuff like that uh and we always like kind of just like readers and we always had stuff like we were always provided with like we had tricycles and skateboards we didn't. Did we know if they were the best ones? I don't think so. I, but we had Stop. one thing. My family had this, despite a whole lot of undercurrent that we <laughs> kids grew up with knowing something <laughs> wasn't right, but we didn't know quite what was going on until about last year. Uh, was we always had laughs? We were always we were a hearty family. That knew even in tough times, so that, like you could be able to sit down, eat, yeah. or have drinks and stuff, and still at the end of the day, when there was just a few moments of silence, you'd be able to laugh with each other, and that made it a lot easier to accept. Like, you know, I gotta get up tomorrow and do the same thing again. Yeah. And it's yeah. not, it's not easy. You know what I mean? And it's, I mean, I'm sure we could go into a whole bunch of things like yeah. that. The next like, question being this That's take, a homework. Okay, homework. Right. Take four minutes and tell your partner four your minutes. your life story in as much detail as possible. Okay. Later. One Later. minute each. After the sex. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was it? What were you telling partners? You tell your partner your life story in as much te- detail as possible in four minutes. Oh, your life story up until God. now, right? Well, yeah. I'm not going to predict. And my, no. This is how we're going to do and the next this 20 happens. years. Like, I bet this happens. No. Okay. Yep. it. Number 12. Um, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Oh. You can't say metabolism. <laughs> <laughs> you took mine! Oh, I did! A six-pack abs. Oh, jeez. One quality? Or ability. For for me, it would be like control, like more control over my 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 uh, moods. Right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm That's a good one. First thing that comes to mind is like maybe more patience. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. I think you always need that with kids around. You know. Yeah. 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 Be like, oh, I'm tired. Like. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. That's nice. I should probably pick that one then. <laughs> I guess I could. I was gonna be like, I want to sing like Rihanna. I was gonna yeah. say, I was that, gonna that's say a good one like too. That that's what I'm making. I want something amazing. Or Adele. I mean, I don't know. You <laughs> Either should, or. You should go for that, Brenna. I I think that is totally legit. Mm-hmm. I would do the same. I would. Because then we could live off of my money, right? <laughs> and you could be really patient with me. Yeah. <laughs> and my <works>. fame. <laughs> I said a previous you would be answer. Famous too, exactly. Right? See, it's okay. all building on the same yeah. principle. Wow. I want to wake up with the ability to like understand and be able to play all musical scales. Was that influenced by this weekend? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Okay. Just Jesse, ability or quality that you don't currently possess? Uh, I want Matt's quality of. <laughs> Seeing more in nature, so I can see more <laughs> birds when everybody walks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, really good. Matt is he wants to be able to bird's eye view the birds. <laughs> so be so flying the bird. He wants to be a drone, essentially. Yeah. I want to be a drone. My new ability. I'd like to be able to actually play an instrument with confidence oh. because I found the recorder. 
my parents are literally remember them being like, well, there's eight bucks for not getting that. I don't understand that because I got a diploma so for the recorder, but I had zero musical talent. Okay, I have a plate. I can show it to you. That teacher should be fired immediately. And without, like, severance or whatever they would get as, like, a notice. And go, gone. Like, you do? I think it's... Like, it was, it was a great five. I don't know. I think my parents... You were deep like, with it. Because I have all the skills I need. You need, you need one diploma, like one, one oh, yeah. certificate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. World War II trend. Okay, guys, this yeah, podcast could be amazing or yeah. terrible based on the, the level of enthusiasm. Yeah. All right, now my paper at me just No, fix your aim. Okay, now I'm actually Okay, rein it in. I'm powering through here. Number 13, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Nothing. You don't want to know? Okay, nothing. I just want to see it as it comes. (laughs) Otherwise, too much anxiety. Okay. Just in general, everything's going to be okay. Like a magic eight ball, it's 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 all good. (laughs) Just in general, is is everything going to be okay? Yeah, so. okay. I would love to know that I'm going to win ten million dollars. <laughs> That's what I would love to know. Okay, but no, and realistically, um, I don't know. Uh, same, I guess. <laughs> I know, it's not sure. Um, if someone were to present you with a crystal ball right now, Jesse, and was like, "What do you want to know? Would you? What would you want to know?" Like we have an eight ball over there. What did you ask him? That we're making like the right life decisions right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's a good one. Yeah. Right, Jesse? <laughs> Sorry, I, I meant that for my so own answer. I feel like I'm making the wrong Sorry. ones. Yeah. Every, uh, hardcore. Make everything up. Yeah, I don't know if I have the guts to ask a question because I don't know if I want to know. I kind of want to yeah. like, roll with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there something that you've dreamt of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Oh, I'm doing it right now. What? Clo- clo- closing my old business, starting a new one. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. yeah. You haven't done it before. Why didn't you do it before? Uh, well, because we bought a house. We got well, we got married. We bought a house. I'm expensive. I I had to sell another business. We had a kid. We had to try to have a kid. There were just a couple of things. Okay. Yeah, just kind of like life got in the way. Okay, well that's awesome. Carly, if there was something that I could do right now, you've dreamt of doing for a long time, but why haven't you done it? Um. A lot of it's timing, and a lot of it's fear, I guess. Um, What's one? I don't know. I've always been someone who has 18 dreams rather than just one, so that's hard. But I, I kind of am, am very interested in what it would turn into if we had made this TV show a thing that we talk about, the kids' TV show. The, the free, well, it's happening, isn't it? You know, I mean... Working on it. In my deepest heart, it would be so cool if it happened, but on the surface... There was a small part of me that, like, goes, okay, I really hope it doesn't happen super, super fast because I have so many other things going on right now that how am I ever going to deal with the change and how to make it happen, you know? Like, like that's this legit fear of how can I handle all of the things if they happen at once? What do I do? How do I manage that? Because you have 18 dreams. Because I have 18 dreams and because I'm also doing several of those dreams right yeah. now. And how would I fit another one in or I just shift? Have too many dreams. Or just coming true. But just, no, not like, I guess, you know what? That's that's funny that you say it like that because it's so true. It sounds like that. Yeah. But you're a working lot of on things, making all the dreams coming true. Well, and, and, and some of the things I'm doing right now aren't dreams that I had, but they're realities that I'm living. Like, <laughs> 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 nightmares. <laughs> My job at CBC, you could say, oh, I'm so happy, I'm thankful I'm working in my job at CBC because I have a pension and I have a full-time job and I like it and I like the people I work with, but did I ever dream of doing what I'm doing right now? No. You know, I don't hate it, but it's not my dream. Yeah. So do I sacrifice what I'm doing now and that stability for this something that sounds really amazing and cool but has no financial stability and is really scary at the age that I'm in in life, that's that's a scary thing. But in reality, like in my dream, I would love to do that, you okay. know? So it's like that kind of balance. So it's stability over... 
So you haven't done certain things yeah. that might be dreamy because you you crave the stability or you're overwhelmed because with current I, I guess situation. if we revert back to a couple of questions ago, I always, my, my parents instilled stability in me because we grew up so poor. Yeah. And they instilled, they never said, don't go after your dreams, but unconsciously they said that because they were like, be someone who can take care of yourself. Yeah. So I did that rather than taking leaps. Let the record I, show that all husbands have less than one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dang. So much for the couple test. Answering <laughs> for you, Ben. Yeah. But yeah, okay. I, I decided to go the more traditional, safe, smart route. Like, because I, I oh needed God, to pay so bills. Funny. I needed to do this, you know? So. Yeah. That's it, really. Go ahead. You go. Timing and life and fear and confidence. So I'm starting to get a little bit of all of those things back. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else. Do you feel like you had it before and then it went away? Or do you feel like you no, never I had it? I, I was waiting for all four of those. I needed all of those things. So I had a lot of time, but I didn't have a lot of confidence. Okay. You know, I have less time, but I have more confidence. Okay. I'm going to get more time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's the balance of all of those. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I feel like for... I, I'm just an opportunist. And I know that's like always kind of has a bit of a negative connotation, but I feel like if something shows up, I'm like, ah, I can do this, yeah. even though I might not be ready for it. Um, I'll learn along the way. Yeah. But even those, like, I think it's a lack of confidence for sure. Like I sort of play a good, yeah, cool, it'll work out. And I somehow managed to push myself through things. But like, even, I mean, you guys know from working alongside me during that. various things. I'm not like, I don't feel great about a lot of things that require a bit of like confidence and putting yourself out there, that kind of thing. And I think dreams in, in particular are interesting because you have, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm putting myself out there to do this thing I want to do. And if you fail at that, it's like, okay, well, I've blown it. You have floated. Why are you laughing? <laughs> you have floated. Guys, the background noise gets picked up on this, so <laughs> if all y'all could just hang in I there. Have, I have to wrap it up, though. I'm so How tired. many questions have we gotten? Halfway. So, it's so why don't we do another session? Yeah. yeah. For the same a part two. Yeah. Okay. We're going to stop at... Did we the do question one. 18? How many questions did we do? We're only at 14. Oh, Okay, Ooh, let's do 15. People so that's are a nice round turning number. lights off around yeah. us. Right Last now. question, 15. So it's a nice round number to end on. Okay. okay, we're ending on question 15. And I want to say thank you to my group of um, participants Lapp. because... <laughs> oh yeah, super enthused. But no, for the really candid answers. And maybe this is a bit of an odd spin on a self-care podcast, but I think you're asking yourself questions that maybe you haven't asked yourself and hopefully some things are bubbling up like oh how would I answer this question and maybe it'll change the way I approach my day so the last question we're gonna do is it's just like no biggie but what is the greatest accomplishment of your life (laughs) (laughs) let's start with you
Um, and I maybe I lost myself a little bit, but I feel like myself again and more. Like I'm starting to learn more about myself and yeah. what I want, like the my needs and whatever. So that's an accomplishment because a lot of times like a mom will be, you know, you become a mom and you kind of forget about that and you forget about all the things that you wanted to accomplish afterwards. So I feel like, you know, like got these two kids, our husband, my husband, and, uh, but I'm still trying to like pursue these other kind of creative things. So mm-hmm. that's an accomplishment, I think. That's yeah, huge. That's, that's, that's a huge really thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Matt. Uh, I mean, I can tack onto that. This is a big thing for me personally in terms of accomplishment is like, uh, post-secondary education is not like a thing that happens a lot for my family. Uh, they either don't have the confidence, aren't inspired to do it or worry about the drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so finishing up in like really good standing at U of T was like substantial yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Like, and it actually to the point where it like it rubbed some family members the wrong way that I had done it and they were like you did it like almost like I did it on purpose well you did but it's just like <laughs> I did for myself yeah not to not at a spite <laughs> yeah which was kind of interesting so that was yeah. that was a big one for me because I see that as the like the impetus like the springboard into I met, like, I met Ingo, obviously, at the same time that it was happening, but then, like, that provided, like, the home, the marriage, the kids, all that stuff. Yeah. So if that didn't happen, yeah. I don't know that any of the other things would have fallen into place. I yeah. actually have to yeah. say my answer is really similar to Matt's, because I came from a family that didn't have a lot of money, uh, not only in my immediate family, but my extended family as well. And I was one of the first to fully, if not the first, I... I can't remember if it's the first or second, but to actually graduate from university, not college or anything like that. That's huge. And uh, I didn't even think it was an accomplishment at the time. But the, to, to look back now and, and to where I am and to have come from where I come from and still relate to all of my family, like, who are amazing people, but, like, I, I feel like what I could have settled for is a vast difference to what I am doing now. Cool. That's so, awesome. Well, that's, you know. Greatest accomplishment in life so um, far. Yeah, so far. I think it's just getting control of my life. So, yeah, I think I came from like, you know, like no structure and and uh, just kind of figuring out how to, to grow from, from nothing. <laughs> Greatest accomplishment in my life. I just feel like I, I, I don't know. I, I look back on everything where I was like, oh, that was a bit of a challenge or this is difficult. I just feel like I'm so lucky that things have worked out the way that they have at every angle, like at every stage, there's always like a turn and I've kind of picked up and moved and done so would all you call that luck or would you call that like because the power of your deduction and your just general intelligence and your... No, I've always felt that it's more... I don't know. I've always felt really like I I feel quite lucky. Like I I don't I don't feel like I've I yes I'm sort of like okay I I see opportunities and I like kind of jump on them. But is it in a calculated way? Is yes, it in a responsible it, way that other people might probably? Yes, like, I would say so. Knowing you, I don't know. I I like that's. I don't know if I feel like responsible for all these like accompl- like accomplishments. I but I'm know. just like really. I'm yeah. just. I'm grateful for where I'm at, and I'm like, I say this, like, daily, or I, in my mind I say it daily, but I try and say it repeatedly to Philip, that I'm just really super happy with how things are rolling. Like, I'm just really grateful that, like, I'm where I'm at, and that there's still opportunities to kind of just try new things and do all these things, because I know that, I don't know, it's not, it's not reality all the time for everyone also that anything could change at any moment like so yeah. I just think but like, keeping a cool shoulder about that understanding that and being aware of that is a huge thing yeah well we're all really lucky and everyone's accomplished a bunch of shit you've done a lot <laughs> I don't want you to sell yourself short for your massive amount of accomplishments that you've done you've taken so many studies you've gone all the way across the world to learn law you started in a completely different place. Yeah. Realized what you wanted to do. Took a career change. Took a chance from fashion to go all the way across the world to go to law, and then establish yourself. 
quite a career. But I it just sounds it just sounds very that's, luxurious to me as opposed to. But that's not based on luck. That's based on drive. Yeah. Drive well, none of that was just given to you. You just you went for it. You went and made it happen. That's different. Guys, we it's not about me. Three, it is. This my greatest accomplishments. Well, thank. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I need to work on probably a next question, which is <laughs> something along the lines of confidence and uh, owning up to your own sort of life. Episode two. <laughs> um, we're going to leave it there because I have a maximum of 60 minutes per pod on Anchor, which I've just discovered because we've never gotten this far into an episode. So I just wanted to say thank you to everyone for being here and um, for listening to our quiz. And um, we'll pick this up. I don't know, maybe. I don't know how I'm going to gather these people in the same room. <laughs> yeah. You may not hear the other half of the quiz, but hopefully you found some questions that help you dig deeper and see if there's ways that you could be paying more attention to your deep desires or needs to explore your own relationship stuff. Anyways, thanks for listening. Cheers. Bye. Bye. And we had to cut it off there because we had people ready for bed. So uh, I can't promise that we'll bring back the next episode with the rest of the questions because as life um, is sort of always throwing us curveballs, it's uh, it's pretty rare to get everybody in the same room. Um, I feel really lucky to have had this weekend away with um, dear friends that we can even have the initial conversation, but hopefully this episode has given you an itch to maybe ask questions of your own partner or have these kinds of talks with your friends a little bit more in-depth conversation about um you know how you feel life is going and things like that that might bring you closer together so um uh oh we were supposed to talk about ice cold showers but we took a very weird turn (laughs) so philip and i will probably be back next weekend talking about the self-care practice of having ice showers if you're really really desperate to hear about that please stay tuned for next week but uh thanks for tuning in and this week please take care of yourselves bye